What's up, everybody? My name is Athena, and you're here to listen to Vanished in the Valley. So before we get started, I have to say, what's up, Texas, Michigan, and California? You guys are in my top three download spots. I just want to say what's up. Thank you. I appreciate your downloads. Come say what's up on the Instagram at Vanished in the Valley Athena, or come to the email, which is Vanished in the Valley at gmail.com. Drop me a line and say what's up. So, before we get into the doom and gloom part of Vanished in the Valley, I'm going to tell you about someone's theory about the Zodiac Killer and the Unabomber himself, Ted Kaczynski. So, a little bit about Ted. Wikipedia says he's a domestic terrorist and a former mathematics professor. He was actually a fucking mathematical prodigy. I don't know why they don't say that. Oh, fuck. Never mind. They do. <laughs> I just hadn't got to that part. He was a mathematics prodigy, but abandoned his academic career in 1969 to pursue a primitive life. Between 1978 and 1995, he killed three people and injured 23 others in a nationwide bombing campaign against people he believed to be advancing modern technology and the destruction of the environment. Okay, so here's my little uh, thoughts on Ted. He had the right idea, he just fucking executed it wrong. I understand the impulse to bomb motherfuckers you don't like, but... We can't go around bombing everyone we don't like. Now, he has that whole manifesto book he put out, which actually got him caught because his brother's wife read it, and she's like, oh, damn, hey, honey, this sounds like your crazy-ass brother's rantings. So they actually turned him in. I believe part of the deal they made with the FBI is if, you know, they gave him the information, the FBI was not allowed to seek the death penalty which they did not. He's still in prison to this day. There's hella documentaries. I think there's one on Netflix. Uh, go check it out. It's probably, you know, it's really an interesting story. And a lot of what he was saying is fucking right. It has come to pass. And if it keeps going in this direction, then Ted was right all along and he should have bombed more motherfuckers. There, I said it. Come get me, bitches. I swear to God, my big fucking mouth is going to get me in so much trouble one of these days. But... Fuck it. <laughs> That's actually part of the reason why I don't like accept any sponsors because I don't want my mouth to be muzzled. And when you involve money in this situation and other people paying your way, suddenly there's strings attached and I just can't rant and say what I want to rant about. So let's get back to Ted Kaczynski and the Zodiac Killer. So I first became aware of this theory from one of my Reddit followers named Enzo Torito. And I was just kind of browsing his posts and I came across the Ted Kaczynski rabbit hole of the Zodiac Killer. So what he has to say is Ted Kaczynski from 1967 to 1969 opened up a business in the Bay Area while the Zodiac operated from 1968 to 1969 there. During this period, Kaczynski had time to settle in before the start of this rampage. Now, before we go any further, I have a little theory about the Zodiac. So, my grandpa was a cop in the Bay Area back during this time. My grandfather's business card was actually found 
on one of the victims of the Zodiac Killer. And if you look at the witness sketches of Zodiac, he is a dead fucking ringer for my grandpa during that time period. Now, my grandpa was a grisly, you know, old Navy World War II veteran, no-nonsense cop. But he was fucking weird. He had all types of FBI training. He actually went on to be the chief of police of the town I am from. So he would probably know how to, you know, avoid detection, avoid leaving evidence. So, but that's all I got to say about that. Back to Zodiac and Ted. The Zodiac and Ted both kind of enjoyed mocking the authorities. They would send letters to newspapers, threatening innocent bystanders, and they both kind of like got off on the publicity. Shocking, I know. <laughs> both of these motherfuckers, when they would send these letters out, they would actually put additional stamps just to make sure the letters got where he wanted them sent. Different experts have looked at, you know, letters, trying to compare the handwriting, and there are some very similar expressions in certain letters. They both started sentences the same way, and both killers were similarly described and had similar characteristics. Kaczynski's brother said that his gait was kind of strange, and other people had described Zodiac as favoring one leg over the other. Both of them used weapons with flashlights for the blind, rifles, and Winchester Western 22 Super X ammunition. As I said before, Kaczynski was a mathematical prodigy, and he would have had the opportunity to create those crazy ciphers that to this day technically have not been solved. Now, I have seen people in different areas of the world saying they have solved the cipher, but I haven't seen anything official. Kaczynski used the Rune of Algiz to mark a campus on which he struck once. The symbol basically looks like a wrong sign of peace and can represent the life of a tree or great terror. And then, you know, the Zodiac had that, like, target symbol, the circle with the cross and the sign. So there are a lot of similarities. Technically, Ted could have done it because he was in the Bay Area at the time. And to this date, nobody knows who the Zodiac was. There are also different theories that the Zodiac was Bernie Sanders. I've heard that the Zodiac was uh, that fucking dude from Texas. What's that fucking dude's name? Ted Cruz. But apparently he was born too late for these uh, crimes. But the conspiracy side is his birth certificate was altered. Yeah, fucking right, homeboy. But yeah, think about it. There are a lot of other similarities. I just thought it was kind of interesting because... I don't know, Ted was insanely smart, but he was also insane. So what's to stop him from not being a serial killer in the normal sense like the Zodiac was? So, hmm, shower thoughts. So again, I just wanted to say thank you to Enzo Torito for your awesome theory and laying it out the way you did. I appreciate, you know, letting me use this information because it was fucking top-notch, super entertaining, and definitely a possibility. Thank you much. So, change of subject time. Apparently, five heads of state, like presidents, who were resistant to the COVID vaccine coming into their country have either been assassinated or mysteriously died in the last year and a half. 
Hmm, that's not suspicious at all. I like posted it when it was just like three that I had found. And I literally had shills come to my account saying, there's no evidence these people are assassinated. I'm like, motherfucker, did you want the assassins to like leave their fucking play-by-play list on the dead bodies? Do assassins usually try to leave obvious evidence pointing to who they are and who hired them? It's like, use your fucking brain. I mean, obviously they are using their brain. They're using it for evil. They're on the side of the whole fucking psyop trying to trick the public. But let me just tell you who these presidents were and I'll tell you about their death and about what time they died slash were assassinated. So the one, the most recent one, and the one it seems like it's getting the most attention because it was a straight-up assassination, was Tuesday, July 6th, around 1 a.m., a group of unidentified individuals, which have kind of been identified now. There are Americans involved, DEA informants. So, of course, America has its grubby little fingers involved. So apparently they just like broke into his private residence and assassinated him. His wife was also wounded, but she did not die. Interestingly, as soon as he was killed, the very first thing ordered was that people have to wear masks in public. Biden and his little bitches have already started sending COVID vaccines to Haiti. The next president was the Burundi President Pierre Nicaranzuza. He died of quote unquote cardiac arrest at 55, and he was anti-COVID. Tanzania's populist president, John Magafuli, died at 61. He was also against the COVID vaccines. And yet another heart failure. The next anti-COVID president was Chad's president, Iridis Adibi, and he died following clashes with rebels in north of the country. The next president is the president of Zambia. Kenneth Conda died at 97. They said he had undisclosed wounds and or illnesses. But coincidentally enough, he was anti-COVID vax. Now, I'm pretty sure this list is going to continue to grow. So all of you heads of state out there, it appears if you're not playing ball on this whole PSYOP COVID bullshit, you better get super trusted people around you at all times. So speaking of the PSYOP world takeover by the deep state, I think, okay, basically we're kind of like at the beginning honeymoon stages of this war, PSYOP war. And by no means do I want war. Do I want my country torn apart? Fuck no. Nobody wants that. Well, I mean, I'm sure some people do, but they're fucking delusional. They have no idea what it's like to sleep rough outside and they'd probably fucking like die in two days of thirst because they fucking drank some shitty water. But anyway, I really think this shit is going down. And at this point in life, you should probably like, I don't know, prepare a bit for it. Maybe get some fucking supplies that will like, you know, have a good shelf life of 20 years, put away some water, maybe just, you know, get some weapons for the house, shit like that. Get a go bag, a bug out bag, whatever you want to call it. And make sure you have reliable people around you. You don't want little bitches that are going to get you killed when the shit goes down, right? So, I don't know. I'm just saying, like, be aware, pay attention to who the fuck is around you, and just have this shit in the back of your mind. They're literally having people come door to door in California trying to give people the jab. They apparently have a list of people that 
don't have the jab. Like every single time I've gone to the doctor for my broken ass foot, they ask me if I have the jab. And of course I say, no, I don't have the jab. So apparently somehow they're getting this information, which I personally thought was a violation of HIPAA laws, but apparently laws don't matter anymore because the Biden administration is not basically wiretapping cell phones and text message conversations so they can send you a misinformation text anytime they detect something that is against their narrative. What the fuck? Like, how did we go from, oh, you know, 14 days to flatten the curb to motherfuckers were wiretapping you and sending everybody around to your house? Shit's going down. And unfortunately, there's so many sheep out there. They're just like super buying into the narrative. They think people that are calling this bullshit out are just conspiracy theorists. I literally had a person tell me, I don't know if it was a person, a bot, a shill, what the fuck. They literally were saying that my account on Instagram is fake, that my picture is fake, and that the link to my podcast on Instagram is fake. I mean, all of which is super easy to disprove. You literally go to my profile, you can click the link and see like all hundred something episodes of my podcast. So these people are out here. I posted pictures of these shills slash bots literally having the same script, but it's all different accounts and they're posting the narrative of get the fucking backs, do the blah, blah, blah. So I just hope everybody out there is aware that they are trying to sway the opinions of people online, on TV, in the movies, fucking everywhere. They're in a hardcore overdrive to brainwash the public. So, but I actually have kind of a good story. So the Gav man himself, Gavin Newsom, dictator Newsom, always posts these most ridiculous fucking vaccine posts on Instagram. And I usually like to go there and talk shit because it's funny. I spit out some facts about what's actually happening with Californians or the vaccine, you know, just stuff like that. And usually I just get a bunch of haters, which usually consists of white women that are like in love with Gavin Newsom or gay dudes that just kind of want to like suck his dick or something. Always coming at me crazy. Okay. But this time I actually got through to someone. At first I thought she was being a smart ass, you know, just trying to like... I don't know, be a dick. She was trying to get information on one of the shots. Like she was throwing out some of her actual like health problems. So what I did is like, okay, well, if you're not being a smart ass, DM me and I'll be happy to help you. So she did. Apparently she is in a country that is mandating. Well, basically they're forcing without forcing everyone to get a vaccine. If you don't have the vaccine, they're not going to allow you to work. You can't go to the grocery store. You can't go out in public basically the same shit that we're kind of uh, headed to if we don't stop it. And I mean, obviously this girl has to work, but on a side note, she does have immune disease problems. So she, uh, I guess would be in the risk category if she actually got COVID according to Fauci and his fucking cronies. But it's like, none of that even matters at this point because they're forcing her to get the vaccine. So basically what I did is I just kind of like showed her some studies. Apparently the vaccine she has access to is the Cinefarm one, which is the Chinese made one. And holy shit, it is super hard to find any type of information about that vaccine. So I did find some information in a Taiwanese newspaper that I forwarded to her. And I just gave her my opinion. I'm like, if you're going to be forced to take the jab, I would stay away from the mRNA vaxes. 
but it's like they all come with their risks and the efficacy is so debatable. They cook the books hardcore on that. And I'm not just talking shit. Go back in December, check out my episodes back then because I break down the numbers. I tell you how they cook the books. It's fucking bullshit. Anyway, so there are people out there that are looking for information. She was just like, I can't find anything that isn't, you know, super pro-vax. There is no other side being presented to the public, either like on the internet or the news. You have to dig. You have to know where to go to look and find these studies, to find the articles by different scientists and doctors that are coming out against the vaccine. Dr. Robert Malone, the guy who invented mRNA technology, is basically Google is censoring the fuck out of this guy. And it's like, where is it going to end? I, I don't know, you guys. We really need to stop it, though, because this is just the start. They are not going to stop. They are trying to disarm the public. And history shows us every time the public is disarmed, really bad things happen to them. And I'm just like, I'm kind of confused about this whole Cuba situation. Why is it that some people are like, you know, they, they want all the South American people crossing the border there to come through with impunity. Fuck all the, you know, immigration laws. Come on through. But they don't want the Cubans coming in. The ones that are like fleeing fucking quote unquote communism and a tyrannical dictatorship. So I don't know. I don't understand what the difference is there. But shit is fucking hitting the fan. And if you look for it, it's super obvious. But I, apparently people love to have blinders on. And they don't want to deal with it. It's fucking, you know, it's a lot to deal with, especially if you're just now getting red-pilled. Can you imagine fucking just, like, going through life in your la-dee-da Disney world and suddenly you get red-pilled in fucking July of 2021? It's got to be a hard situation to wrap your head around. And it's probably earth-shattering for a lot of people to realize what a big lie everything is. And what the undercurrent of our society is actually fucking pulling on us right now. So, but I'm about to get into a little theory I have about DARPA, that Texas freeze that went down in February that was literally unprecedented, and just the fact that they funded the gain-of-function research into the coronavirus, and then they funded Moderna and their little version of the jab. So I'm just going to give you kind of a background of DARPA and HARP and my little theory, which I actually kind of just looked into it to see if anybody else was kind of thinking the same thing. And lo and behold, I'm not the only one. So get ready for conspiracy time. So a little background on DARPA. It stands for Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency. And it's basically a research and development agency of the United States Department of Defense, responsible for the development of emerging technologies for use by the military. Now, they were first created way back in the day in 1958 by President Dwight D. Eisenhower. And, of course, the excuse was Cold War, Soviets had Sputnik, all that situation. So DARPA's come a long way. Like I kind of said earlier, and I think it was a couple episodes ago, they funded Moderna's COVID-19 jab, but they also funded Ralph Barrick, the treasonous motherfucker that gave the gain-of-function research to the Chinese. 
they funded him and this research. So it's like they're fucking playing Rothschild here and funding both sides of this coin. So that brings me to HART. It stands for High Frequency Active Auroral Research Program. And DARPA has basically given an award to HARP's main contractor. So they've got their little grubby fingers all over different emerging technologies. And like I was kind of hinting at a little bit earlier, I was thinking about this and this unprecedented crazy freeze in Texas. It was like completely uncharted. Nothing like that had ever been seen. So in comes Dr. William Hopper, Professor Emeritus at Princeton University, who is an American physicist who specialized in the study of atomic physics, optics, and spectroscopy. So he did serve under George W. Bush's administration, but was fired in late 1993 by the Clinton administration after he failed to convince Bill that the science behind the global warming movement was deeply flawed. So, and I'm getting that information. There's an article in Wired.com and one in RealRawNews.com. They are fucking full of great information like this. So, apparently, Harper went to go talk to Trump, and he was basically saying that neither Mother Nature nor fictitious tales of earth-shattering climate change was responsible for the storm that had brought the Lone Star State to its knees. Basically, a fifth of the state's electricity transmission plants collapsed, and 4 million Texans froze in the dark. Many didn't even have water. And kind of what pissed me off a lot, too, all of these people in Texas, like, they have reptiles, they have fish. I saw fish tanks fucking frozen. These people literally had to put their reptiles in, like, cereal boxes and strap it to their bodies for body heat. I mean, it fucked a lot of people up. And this isn't, like, you know, DARPA and HARP's first uh, dive into fucking with the weather to screw with people. It started way back in Vietnam. They were flooding out the North Viet Cong, you know, due to floods, so they couldn't transport personnel, weapons, etc. And that's 50 years ago. So imagine how the technology has improved since then. So Hopper claimed whispers in the scientific community suggested Biden had perverted desires to teach red states a lesson by ways of unconventional warfare. He speculated that Biden's people had seized the HARP research facility in Alaska and turned up the juice to disrupt, manipulate, and reposition the jet stream to center an Arctic front over Texas. So I kind of like immediately, when that shit was going down in Texas, I just thought it reeked of bullshit from the start. And of course, I thought of HARP because they just kind of have a nefarious reputation. I know a lot of the research had stopped a few years ago because the scientific community was kind of like having an outcry about it. It's like, where the fuck is the scientific community now with an outcry about Corona and DARPA funding this research, then funding the vaccine? Huh. As far as HARP weaponizing weather for the Vietnam War, that's not even in conspiracy theory land. It was confirmed in Senate papers and by Richard Nixon's chief of staff that they literally flooded the north of Vietnam and basically through the Ho Chi Minh Trail to disrupt supplies and personnel transfers. So, you know, it can go from, you know, this is all fact, this is in the Senate papers, 
all the way up to where I was just talking about in quote-unquote conspiracy land of HARP then being focused on Texas and freezing the whole fucking state as a way to punish Texas and the governor for basically loosing the mandates on all the COVID restrictions. Because that was like the first state in our country to say no more of this bullshit. Them in Florida. So it just kind of like seemed, wow, this guy removes all these restrictions, fucks up all these people's plans with uh, the COVID power grab. And suddenly, like right after within a week or two, the whole state is in an unprecedented freeze. Of course, people are going to think about that, especially with all the power grab crazy situation that's going on with the Kabobo. Another fun little program DARPA had its grubby fingers in was Project Nimbus. And in Greek mythology, Nimbus was a weapon of war. And with the research going on now, the Pentagon has spent $5 billion on the project. And what they say they're trying to do is understand the underlying mechanisms of lightning. Which, obviously, with anybody with a rational brain, DARPA, lightning, they're trying to create some fucking weapon. So, apparently, what the focus is, is on so-called ball lightning. Now, the existence is disputed, but ball lightning is purported to manifest itself in luminous, energetic spheres during storms. And what they kind of want to do is see if ball lightning can be used as a weapon. They kind of, what they're calling it is a lightning gun. And it would be a weapon that shoots bolts of electricity. In fact, the Defense Department has funded work in this area already. Extreme Alternative Defense Systems in Anderson, Indiana has already built a prototype of this lightning gun called Stun Strike. Now, a little bit about Stun Strike. is a wireless electroshock weapon being developed right now as we speak. It is in various sizes, from rifle size upwards. It's intended to incapacitate men and pre-detonate IEDs and incoming RPGs. One reported version of Stun Strike is a directed energy weapon, which makes a cone-shaped field of powerful electric discharges in one direction. So the discharges were incorrectly referred to as static electricity by some little television show called Future Weapons. It's not even future. It's in the fucking presence. It's already here. It's in a black box designed to look like a briefcase or a small suitcase. And it's intended to deny passage through a door, which it can be left beside, or to stun or scare an opponent. So they've already created these weapons, and that's just like what the public knows about. Can you imagine what is classified and the public has no idea about? Because DARPA has their grubby little fingers all over everything. It's like if they can make a fucking weapon out of it, if they can kill people with it, they're all about it and they're all on it. So that's why I'm like, why are you motherfuckers so quick to go out and get this jab developed by the military research department of the United States government? That doesn't seem fucking strange to some people. You really want to go and fuck around with their technology shit they are funding? I mean, the military literally just came out today and confirmed that these jabs are causing myocarditis which is inflammation and damage of the heart muscle. And this shit is actually killing people. It is fucking up people so bad. And 
it's like starting to trickle out here and there in the mainstream media. But it's like that the military is coming out now and warning people about this problem. And this is just one of many problems that are coming out about the jab. So there's just a lot pointing to, hey, motherfuckers, you might want to wait and see if everyone starts dropping like flies or becoming paralyzed. And I know the media likes to paint it as crazy conspiracy theorists think we're getting microchipped and fucking tracked by the government. Like I always say, the media latches on to the most fringe, crazy of an idea to discredit a whole thought on something. And it's like, I keep saying, it's all out psychological warfare. And I mean, sure, I might sound completely fucking batshit crazy to some people, but I literally just went through the last year and a half of basically saying everything that's come true about this whole COVID situation. So I'm fucking used to it. Call me crazy if you want, but just sit back and watch people, watch the diseases that are coming up and the adverse reactions. Fauci is now trying to convince people that two-year-olds need to wear masks to protect their family members from COVID. It's like, really? Two-year-olds, you fucking abusive motherfucker? Children that young have about as much risk from COVID as seniors that have been quote-unquote vaccinated. So they really don't have a risk at all. But let's fucking muzzle them and put face diapers on them. Who knows what kind of psychological damage we've already done to a generation of kids. But let's just keep it up. And it's like, why the fuck has Fauci not been thrown in prison yet? This fucking guy is still on TV getting all this, you know, airtime to spread his lies and propaganda. I honestly think it's because he is protected by the 13 ruling families. I've seen the pictures of this motherfucker. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping that enough people wake up to the truth and say no the fuck more. Stop vaccinating your kids, especially your daughters, because you're going to make them infertile. So, yeah. So, that's about it for this week, guys. Thank you all for tuning in. And like I said earlier, what's up, Michigan, California, and Texas? You guys are in my top three spots, and I appreciate it. So come say hi on Instagram at Vanished in the Valley Athena or send me an email at Vanished in the Valley at gmail.com. In the meantime, be aware and don't forget your pepper spray. Ciao, ciao.